thank you for uh, coming. And I will begin with um, a word of prayer. Let's just pray and look to God to speak to us. And Father, we, we come before you. Uh, Lord, we lay our life before you. We want to hear from you. We want you to speak to us. Uh, put something within us that we, uh, we take away, that we change our life and make us better uh, for you and for your service. And we receive the help of your Holy Spirit in Jesus' name. Amen. So we continue with this series of the I Am. And last week, uh, Matt spoke on I Am Divine. And so today, uh, we'll be speaking on um, looking at I Am the Door. And this passage, this statement is actually taken from a very, uh, the passage we are very familiar with, John chapter 10. Uh, because of time, I have uh, not put the whole passage there, but I will just uh, give a bit of an introduction to the first five verses. So Jesus starts off that chapter by telling about the sheep fold. And he says that the one that climbs over the wall to the sheepfold is the enemy, is the thief. That's, of course, the devil. Uh, but the one that comes through the door, to him the porter will open the door. That is himself, the good shepherd. And the sheep hear his voice. He leads the sheep out. It looks like a straightforward uh, story, but from verses, we are beginning to be told that it's actually a parable. And Jesus begins to explain it to us. So we can have the... The first slide on, which is a reading now from John chapter uh, chapter 10. We'll get to read from verses 6 to 10. Uh, it should be on the screen. This is ASV. This figure or speech Jesus said with them, but they did not understand what he was saying to them. So Jesus again said to them, Truly, truly, I say to you, I am the door of the sheep. All who came before me are thieves and robbers, but the sheep did not listen to them. I am the door. If anyone enters by me, he will be saved, and he will go in and out and find pasture. The thief comes only to steal, to kill, and to destroy. I came that they may have life and have it abundantly. So if you look at history, even till now, access to royalty is a privilege and also by invitation. So today, for instance, you can't just get to Buckham Palace and want to see the queen. It is only it's a privilege and it's also by invitation. And if you look at the Old Testament, we know the story of Esther. Even though she was a wife to the king, she can't just go into the king's presence. She has to be invited. So access to, to royalty has, is a privilege and, so, and also by invitation. And if you take it to the Old Testament, the high priest could only go to the Holy of Holies only once a year. And then he has to make a lot of sacrifices. And actually, his, the hem of his garment as um, a bell and a robe in case things don't go well. Uh, no one else can go to retrieve him. They have to actually pull him out. So that is how it is in terms of going into the presence of God. But Jesus came and changed everything. And he declares from the passage we have read, he says, I am the door. Opening the door to God, inviting us, 
giving us that privileged access to the very presence of God. And I think the best way to actually understand this is to look at the, the, our situation or the situation of humanity outside Christ. So if we look at the first slide, uh, and I think this passage in Ephesians 2, 11 to 13, which actually Dan was actually referring to when he was praying, will give us an idea. So I'll be looking at three, three main points, and the first one is access to God, the door of access to God. So that's the first one we'll be dealing with. And so this passage actually gives us an illustration of how awful humanity is outside God, outside Christ. Say, therefore, remember that at one time you were Gentiles in the flesh, called the uncircumcised, by what is called the circumcision, which is made in the flesh by hands. Remember that you were at that time separated from Christ, alienated from the commonwealth of Israel, and strangers to the covenants of promise, having no hope without God in the world. But now in Christ Jesus, you that were once far away have been brought near by the blood of Christ. I think if you just look at it, maybe we don't really appreciate what we have, Christ have done for us. Outside Christ, we were without hope, without God. No access to the promises and the covenants of God. We were annihilated from all the goodness of God. But Christ came and opened the door and declared, I am the door. And because of what he did for us, because of that sacrifice, we now have access. We have been brought near by the blood of Christ. Now we have forgiveness of sin. We are now made sons and daughters of God. We now have value. We can access the very presence of God. That is what Jesus has done for us. And in Romans 5.2, he says, Through him we have obtained access into this grace in which we stand, and we rejoice in the hope of the glory of God. All that God has for us, we have access. Jesus has opened the door. We have access to the grace of God. We sing about the grace of God the forgiveness of God, the goodness of God, all through the grace Christ brought for us. And we have access to that grace through Christ. What a privilege and what, uh, what a marvelous work God has done for us in Christ. And in the light of this, Christ declared, I am the door. He is the access to God. And in fact, uh, just as Doris said, he is the only way and is the only access to God. And we are told in Acts chapter 4, verse 2, there is no salvation in any other, nor is there any other name under heaven given to us by which we can be saved. So tonight, maybe if this is your first time and you come in to visit with us and you have not actually opened, entered through that door, this is a really great opportunity. There is no hope. There is no God outside Christ. You can't experience him. And he invites us, he said, and he invites us, and he's the way and the door of access to God. In fact, not only does he, has Christ opened the door for us, he actually invites us. As I said, access to royalty is by invitation and so it's a privilege. And so in, in, in the book of Hebrews, Hebrews 4, uh, 14, as it says, 
since we have a great high priest who have passed through the heavens, Jesus, the Son of God, let us hold fast our profession. Let us come with confidence, draw near to the throne of grace, that we might receive grace and find, receive mercy and find grace to help in the time of need. We are invited. So I don't know, even if you have been, uh, you have entered to that door and, and maybe things are difficult, God, Christ is saying, come before the throne of grace with boldness and find mercy and grace to help even at this time. We are invited. The door is wide open and we are invited. And I also really wanted to make this statement about this statement Christ made where he says, I am the door. This categorical statement, I am the door, convey a great sense of sanctity and assurance and anchor to our soul. So if circumstances question your salvation, or, and, and circumstances and say, does God really love me? You say, no. Christ says, I am the door and I've gone through that door. It's not maybe I'm the door. You say, I am the door. It conveys a great sense of assurance and of sanctity. It's an anchor to our soul. And so when circumstances don't seem to be turning the way we want, we can say, I've entered through the door. Jesus is the door. So we'll go to the second point, uh, which in verse 9 of that passage, it says, when you come in, I am the door that you may come in and be saved, and you can go in and out to find past you. And, and, and so Christ is the door of access for resources for our daily living. It's not just daily food. All that we need, the wisdom, and all we need to face the day, Christ is the door to those resources that we need. And these two passages uh, first, Second Peter wanted, it says, his divine power has granted to us all things that pertain to life and godliness, but it is through the knowledge of him who has called us by his glory and excellence. And then Second Corinthians 1.20 says, for all the promises of God are yes and in him, amen, to the glory of God through us. We have access to the resources of God through Christ. There's not, do not allow the enemy to deceive you that you don't qualify. At times we tend to be inward focused and feel, well, I have not really lived good enough to ask God for certain things. No, God never gives us because we are now you know, keeping all the law and doing everything right. It is by grace. It is by Christ. And Jesus told the disciples that up till now you have asked nothing in my name. Ask. Ask that you will receive that your joy will be full. The door of access, the door of access to answer prayer is only in Christ. He has opened the door to the resources of heaven for us. But there's also there's a sense of Wanting us to know that Jesus says, I am the door. You, through, from this door, you can go in and go out to fight past you. It's, it's giving us the idea of being like the base from which you're operating from. I am the door. I provide the base for you. You go out for your work, whether it is work, you go to work in every day or whatever you do, 
You can go in and out and earn the base. I provide the base for us. So there's no need for us to worry. And that's why the Bible says, be anxious for nothing. I am the door. I am the base. You can go through me. Go out. As you face the challenges of everyday living, go out and come in. I am the base. It's just like an army camp, but there is a base where all the resources are. And they can go out and fight and do whatever they need to do, but they always come to the base. Jesus is saying, there is a sense of saying, I am the base. You can go through me, go in and out through me and find resources. I'm here to provide for you all you need. And so there is no, so there, this is a, like the, the, an idea of being invited to trust and not to be anxious. And when you begin to consider what the, the week that is coming, I begin to think about all the things that might happen this week and all the challenges you know maybe you are going to face. Look to Jesus. He said, through me, you can go out and find pasture. Trust me. Don't be anxious. Rely on me. I am your base. I, am, I will provide for you. And you can see that as, uh, as we, uh, even in the early church, you find that you know, when Peter and John, because of healing the, the, the lame man at the beautiful gate, they were arrested and they were released. And they all came together and they prayed. And the Bible said the place, the place where they are was shaken. It is in Christ that we have our foundation. So as we, as we look forward to the, to, the, to the week of prayer, as a church, for us to affect our city, Jesus is our base. Let us all come together to pray and believe God. He said, through me, you go and find pastor. The pastor that this city needs is in Christ. And as we come together to pray as, and seek the face of God, during that week of prayer, God will release his pastor and his saving grace upon our city. And I'm going to go to the third point, um, which talks about the next point, this year, the door to personal growth and strength. And the passage I would like to share with us on this point is Colossians 2, 6 to 7. It says, therefore, as you have received Christ Jesus the Lord, so walk ye in him, rooted and built up in him, and established in the faith, just as you were taught, abounding in thanksgiving. The key was here, uh, rooted and built in him, built up in him. See, this, it is in him we can grow our character. It is in him we can grow and be built up in him. Because we live in a world that we are valued by our possession, a world that rewards us by our performance. Our personalities at times can be battered, you know, by the world system that seems to say you are not good enough. You do not qualify. You are not of little value because you do not possess this or that. But we, we, when we are built up in Christ, our value is in him. He is the door. We, be, we are built up in him. We know who we are. He gives us value that we are the sons and the daughters of God. And so whatever the world may throw upon us, we know that we have acceptance in him. We know that we, uh, we, we can stand secure in him. We are accepted in him. So growing up, so, it, it, so after we have entered the door through to salvation, the need for us to begin to grow in him, to know who we are in Christ, all that he has done for us, 
that we are the sons of God, that the spirit of God is in us, that we are accepted in him, that gives us great boldness to face the world. When they throw the, the, the issues of low self-worth, we can say, no, I'm a child of God. I know in whom I have believed. And I just want to tell this story because I wasn't sure I have enough time just to show what at times when we talk about growing up in him and developing our character like him. The, the, there's, uh, the, we have the, the British Society of Animal Science. It's full of scientists. But because of these you know, changes in the social media, people don't buy hard copies of journals again, so resources are dry, and so they're reforming, restructuring the whole society. And so they, they, they are sourcing some of the services, everything is going online, and so the president is becoming very unpopular because he shut down the office and, and all that. And there's a council supporting to make this change. So I was speaking to the president, he's a good friend. So he was telling me how hard it has been. But he said this, I'm so pleased to have, I'm just going to mention the first name, Peter, and Matthew, on my council. He said the reason why I needed him was that I needed somebody of great character and of strength to actually push these changes through. And we showed him because I knew he was a Christian. He said, that was just something that was, he knew I'm a Christian. He was telling me because this is another Christian who was in the council of the animal, of, of the animal society of, of, of animal production for the whole UK. That this man has been so bringing wisdom and integrity to drive this change through. That is what it means to be built up in him. We have a character that enables to stand secure, uncompromising, truthful, bringing the wisdom of God because Christ it is in him that we can be built up to all that God has made for us. And so I'm going to conclude now. Um, the first point, aside Christ, we have no hope. Without God, without God and no access to the promises of God. So if, for instance, so if you are here for the first time or you, somebody brought you and you haven't really gone in through that door to receive the goodness of God, the grace of God, the salvation that Jesus brings. Do not allow this opportunity to pass you by. I'll speak to the person that brought you, or you can speak to Dan, who is uh, coordinating the meeting uh, after the service. Or if, for instance, you're struggling with, you know, how your week is going to be, you know, how things have been, you know, it has been hard, the pandemic is going much longer than we thought. But Jesus is saying, I am the door. Through me, you can go in and out and find pasture. Go back to the base. Put our, let them be confident. Trust me. Rely on him to give you the strength. Don't worry about what is the economic situation going to be for me. What is this next few weeks or months going to be for me? He said, through me, I'm the door. You can go in and find pasture. I really want to encourage us today. Let us trust him. He said, be anxious for nothing. He, he, but in all things, in all things, by prayer and supplication, make your request known. He says, I am the door. I am the base. You can go out through me. I'm here to support you. I have all the resources you need. So I really want to encourage you this evening to put our trust again, to refresh, to, to, to refresh our trust in him. And finally, 
We all face the challenges of life as we do our daily work. But God, in him, we can grow up our character. No matter what the world might throw upon us, things of low self-worth, thinking you are not worth anything, but no, build yourself in Christ. In him, we can be built up with strong character, with strong um, moral standards that people can say there's something in your life that they want. 